Hello to all you Eagles fans out there. This episode 38 of the Missing Link Podcast. Your connection to the Eagles through the eyes of a fan. Today, the Eagles barely beat the Commanders in overtime, and we break it down, and we look forward to this week against the Los Angeles Rams. What the hell was that? Eagles going into overtime with the Commanders? I don't think anyone expected that close of a game. Now, anytime you play a divisional rival, you're always going to feel like it's going to be close, but give me a break. This team's not very good. And going into overtime with them is definitely disappointing. I think it was a perfect week for Eagles fans. We still win, but we have a ton to complain about. So let's get to complaining because I don't think this was a great showing by our defense. But ultimately, I think the offense started to get into a higher gear. So let's break it down. Let's look at the stats. It's pretty disappointing to see someone like Sam Howell making his fourth or fifth start and being able to throw for almost 300 yards. Got there to 290. And this is just how it always works out. We always make these quarterbacks who are not good look like vintage Tom Brady. It's just, it's so frustrating the way the defense has been the last couple of years. We have the defensive line, obviously. They were doing quick passes. And instead of playing up with our cornerbacks and trying to challenge them and, you know, make it a little more difficult on the young quarterback, we're letting them do these quick throws. And outside of that, outside of like the normal defensive stuff, it was just a really weird game. And it's one of those games, just like last year when we played the Commanders, where you look at it and say, can anything go right for us? There was a ton of stuff that happened during the game that was just making you scratch your head. It all started on the first drive where there was a holding call against Zach Cunningham that extended a drive and ended up making it basically inevitable there was going to be a touchdown. So we go from three points to four point swing for that touchdown you had a dropped interception in the end zone that was right in the hands of Terrell Edmonds. You force a fumble at the goal line, and then it gets recovered by Terry McLaurin. Like, all this stuff. Even, you know, even like Landon Dickerson getting called for that false start on the tush push. Like, or the brotherly shove, of course, right? That's what we call it now, brotherly shove. Everything that happened in that game was pointed towards the Eagles by the referees. And I don't think it was fair. There was quite a few calls that didn't make any sense. I guess the, the fix had been called in by the NFL to make this one close. But despite all of that, we were still able to come back, right? We were down 10, coming in half. There was a heck of a catch by Devonta Smith down near the 30-yard line that got us three more points and took it in and made it seven, going into halftime, which was huge. And then Jalen and the offense come down and score at coming out of the second half. We have a ball game. Of course, at the end of the game, there was a little bit of controversy because ultimately you want to be able to run the ball out and really take that field goal. I mean, you got to trust Jake Kelly in that situation. Run the ball a couple of times, get in field goal range, bring the time down, and kick. Now, I'm not going to complain about a touchdown. At the end of the day, that's what you're really looking for. So you throw a touchdown at A.J. Brown. It was awesome. He gets called for a taunting penalty, unfortunately. He admitted on the sideline and after the game that that wasn't right. He's a veteran. He can't be doing stuff like that. But you got to trust our defense the way that they have been playing up until this point. Disappointingly, they give up a last-second touchdown to Sam Howell there to, to close the game out and send it into overtime. Luckily, they were able to have a little bit of redemption there and stop them three and out for the overtime, but you cannot let a team like this. And look, we have a lot of great teams coming up. It is not encouraging to watch Sam Howell and this team go and march down the field when it matters most and us to give up a touchdown in a situation where we absolutely cannot. I think that it's on coaching. I know after the game, Sirianni was talking about how A.G. Brown, you know, hey, we're not going to 
stop them from scoring. But you do have to get in Jalen's ear and be like, hey, let's run this thing out and kick a field goal. It was just a weird game anyway. And you don't want to play into the odds of things going wrong and screwy. You are already lucky to be in that position where you had the ball and had control and were able to kick. So throw in the touchdown. Yeah, scoring seven's great. You wish you could trust your defense. But prevent defense, the only thing it prevents is winning. I hate it. Just... Play normal. Don't go cover one or cover zero or anything crazy, but cover two, cover three, man, two over, whatever. Just be more aggressive with your coverages. It is not going to help anybody to sit back and watch them catch 10 yards in front of you. This is how you let these things occur. For Desai and the defensive team, they really need to get back together. I know the secondary had some injuries, and I know things are a little weird, but it's just you can't give up a touchdown there, and I hope they learn from it. It's not easy to win this way. It's a good way to build character for the team moving forward, and look, we got into the game into overtime, and if you look at the overall stretch of this, we're still undefeated. Jalen Hurts has won 21 of his last 22 starts, so you have to be happy with that. All the guy does is win. The critique and the frustration comes from just the way that this game turned out. This is an inferior opponent, someone that we absolutely should have won pretty handily by, and going into overtime with them does not feel good. So hopefully that was a wake-up call for the team, for them to get back at it. We have the Rams this week. They're definitely a better team, have more dynamic players, and if we play like we did this last Sunday, we're going to get our butts kicked. So let's talk about it. Let's go into uh, the Rams. The Rams have... An interesting couple of years here. Obviously, heights of the Super Bowl. They have great players. Matt Stafford has played well at times. They have Cooper Cup, who might be coming back for this game after a stint on IR. And then you got to look at that defense and look at Aaron Donald and say, it's one of the scariest players you can face as an offensive line, and he can wreck a game at any point. So you've got these players that we need to really concentrate on. And luckily, it's a good week to be a defensive lineman for the Eagles because the Rams offensive line is struggling with some injuries. Their left tackle and right guard are currently struggling with hamstring and groin injuries. Not an easy thing to play through. That's going to be something definitely to watch out for when you're looking at the game. We have a great defensive line that didn't really show up this past week, but should be able to take advantage of those weaknesses in that offensive line outside of those short passes. Having an offensive line not being at its best is obviously advantage Eagles, but you have to look at the other side and say, okay, can we contain Aaron Donald? He is a monster. And when he's playing to his peak powers, and right now he's second in the NFL in defensive pressures, second only to our own Jalen Carter, which is incredible. You have to be worried about that because any kind of pressure from the interior is going to lead to potential mistakes, flushing out of the pocket. You know, they have great players in different spots. So we need to be able to attack this Rams defense in different ways. It's going to be a challenge to contain Aaron Donald and make sure you avoid those critical errors. What gives me hope is that this passing offense this past week has really come alive. Jalen throwing bombs to Devonta down the field and A.J. Brown obviously having an incredible game. Nine catches, two touchdowns, 170 yards. You have the tools to be such a great passing offense, and this is without even Dallas Goddard being involved. This is not operating necessarily at the heights that we saw last year, but... I think with this new offensive coordinator, it seems like they're starting to mesh, picking the same plays that maybe last year worked for them while putting in some extra wrinkles. The Dallas Goddard stuff will happen. There are so many weapons on this offense, and the red zone offense has been so terrible. We've scored from outside the red zone a bunch, but it's just not there when it comes to when the field is constricted. So I'd like to see just a different game plan coming into this. You know, how do we attack these linebackers? How do we take advantage of maybe the aggressiveness of an Aaron Donald with some screens? Or how do we take advantage of a weaker secondary to really blow this game out? Because if we get ahead, I think that is going to be the key. If we can get ahead in this game and have them play catch up by throwing the ball, that gives our defensive line an opportunity to pin their ears back, go after this weakened offensive line, 
and really take it to him. And I think that's going to lead to Stafford mistakes. He has thrown interceptions in the past. Before he came to the Rams, when he was in Detroit, he's a great player, but there was a lot of times where he was to blame for a pick six or throwing a a wild interception. He has a very strong arm. He trusts it. But if there's someone's in your face, you know, you can't set your feet. Good things can happen for us. On the Eagles side, we have a few injuries. Britton Covey has a concussion. Sounds like he was catching punts in practice this week, so hopefully he can make it. I'm not sure who the backup punt returner will be, but it'd be interesting to see someone else back there in that role, although he has been playing pretty well the last couple of weeks. Fletcher Cox has a back injury. He had it taken care of and cleaned up this week. Sounds like he'll just be missing one game to help with his back discomfort. It's kind of surprising considering how well he's played these past couple of weeks that he's dealing with an injury. But, you know, that's why you have a Carter and Jordan Davis and our ridiculous defensive line depth will come and play and help. And hopefully he can get back and feeling right and play even better. Justin Evans are back at safety. That's a big boon for the secondary. Terrell Edmonds was not it this past week. He dropped that interception and just ultimately didn't play well, had some bad penalties. Being able to really use the secondary the way that we need to and put the right people in the right spots, I think it'll lead to better pass coverage all the way around. And Quez Watkins finally looks like he'll be making his debut. It seems like hamstring injuries are never easy for wide receivers, especially when you have to run. And he's our home run hitter. We've had great success with Oz so far in the slot, but Quez can bring that vertical element. So it's looking forward to seeing us at full strength there at the wide receiver position as well. So pretty encouraging injury report. You never want to see someone like Fletcher go down, but if he can get right and come back, that's okay. But Cam Jurgens has his foot injury. Obviously a right guard. He's been playing fantastic in his second season. It looks like he'll be week to week, so we're not really sure when we're going to get him back. We're going to have Suwa step in there, who didn't play particularly well in limited action last week. But with that offensive line the way it is, you can afford to have a mediocre right guard at least for one week but going against Aaron Donald that obviously is concerning Uh, hopefully Lane and Kelsey can get him up to speed and we can still see the success that we've seen so far but get well soon Cam we definitely need you back I'd like to see this game be not nearly as close as it was this past week I think I'm not going to get what I wish for I will actually be in LA watching this game at SoFi so super excited for that but I don't have a great feeling about this game I don't know. Maybe they'll prove me wrong. Maybe they can turn this around and start to play a little bit more consistently. But after this overtime victory, you have to say, you know, are we going to be in a dogfight with a good team? And I think we probably will be. There is no looking ahead. We can't be looking at the week after or the other games that are coming up. We have to deal with the Rams and try to get to 5-0. and So I'm anticipating a pretty close game. Let's go with 28-24. Somewhere in that range, I think we'll be sweating. We've sweating every game this year. Doesn't matter how quickly we get out to a, a lead, it, it, no lead seems to be safe for us Eagles fans. We can't just relax on a Sunday or Thursday or whatever. I think we're going to be sweating it. We got a good team playing. You have to account for Aaron Donald. You have to be able to take advantage of these offensive line injuries, and it's really going to come down to our defense. Can our defense play up to their standards, get those sacks, cause those pressures, and ultimately lead to the turnovers that are going to make this game a little bit easier for us on offense to go down and score on, on a defense that can definitely play with us. So hopefully we come out with a W, go to 5-0. and The Rams are no slouch. They play in a really great division and the Eagles got the weapons to take advantage of some mismatches let's see if they're able to do it it's all about game planning and coaching and then execution we'll see you after LA hopefully we have some positive things to discuss and I'm looking forward to seeing it all live fly Eagles fly thank you so much for listening to this edition of the missing link podcast if you could rate review and subscribe on the platform that you're looking at it'd be greatly appreciated go birds